Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Last week, we had the opportunity to catch up with an organization that really is doing some amazing things. They've been around for uh, 30 years, actually more than 30 years, and they focus on capacitating um, and resourcing individual children, parents, teachers, and community stakeholders with the skills and tools to remove barriers that exclude children with disabilities and their families from their communities and other opportunities. So they are here to provide a really, really important service and uh, they have nearly 6,000 direct annual program beneficiaries and through local capacitating building these programs impact the lives of some 360,000 people a year. Really, really important stuff. So Marianne Breitenbach from the Uhambo Foundation is here to tell us about some of the barriers that people with disabilities and their families face on a daily basis and how we can help to make a little bit of a difference. Marianne, welcome to Good Up FM. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Happy Monday. I hope that it started off in a really wonderful way. Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is end of the year, so you yeah. do feel a bit, you feel that it's been a long year, but overall Ooh. it's been good. If, it's, if it feels like that for us, how much more for uh, people who are not able to move around as freely as we are, uh, those who are differently abled? Why is it so important for us to understand um, that people with disabilities also need the same kind of mobility and access to uh, help in these areas, especially when it comes to transportation, policies, communication, etc it's very important because in the end how we see disability and how we view disability it um it informs the way we construct society yeah and and, and what if yeah, yeah so so to just recap what beauty spoke about last time that mm. disability is having an impairment yeah. that interacts with barriers in the environment that stops one from participating on an equ- equitable basis and that takes the focus of in the past where we've always said that the problem is with the person with a disability. Now we are looking further to say, but what actually, actually there's in barriers in the environment that also play a role. And mm. barriers are something that we as a community can help to remove. Just to contextualize, what are some of those barriers uh, that they face on a daily basis? So to just give you like the formal um, definition of what barriers are, according to the World Health Organization, it's factors in a person's environment that through their absence or presence limit functioning and create disability. So if you think about that, that is anything that um, limits function by the presence or absence. And just to name a few, we have transportation, which is a big barrier, specifically yeah. in our rural context. Yeah. Um, where we don't have necessarily have access on buses and things for um, wheelchair users. There's also policy barriers, um, and p- policy barriers doesn't. It can be that the the policy that's existing isn't accommodating for the person with the disability, or that the policies aren't being implemented. So the policies are there to include the child, let's say in school, for example. But the school doesn't ha- include that policy at their school. Where do we even begin to start removing these barriers and who is responsible? So I think the beginning um, is to say that each person is responsible. Um, when we talk to communities and we ask them, you know, identify people to 
um, remove these barriers, they always start with the government. Yeah. And and the government, um, it's such a almost abstract thought. You know, who's the government? Mm-hmm. And I think that the starting point is to get people to realize that actually I have a role to play. Yeah. And yeah. to start creating local referral pathways in our communities to look at the resources we have in our communities Mm. because often we do have people who can assist in small ways to remove these barriers well as you say it does start with us how can we play a role right now with regards to shenequip social enterprise what you're doing you've been around for more than 30 years how can i and all of those that are listening right now lend a helping hand to what you're doing I think the start is definitely your attitude. Yeah. Um, you, you know, education, knowledge is key. So mm-hmm. educate yourself on disability, on the barriers that people are facing and start having those conversations. Uh, often people don't even, disability is so out of their frame of reference that they don't even, they're not even aware that the things they are doing aren't accessible or exclusionary. Yeah. So I think that's definitely a big part. And then what we do as an organization is we have an ecosystem approach um, where we say that we can't just look at the disability of the child, but we need to include every single aspect of the child and their family. Because often the barriers that the child is facing is to an extent also disabling the family of the Mm -hmm. child. So we need to look... um, if we work with people, we need to look at their home environment, work, school, all those different environments and start creating, um, removing these barriers. So I think if you are at a local school and you see that it's not ac- accessible or that there aren't children with disabilities, go to this um, management and ask, why is that not there? Yeah. Yeah. That's a definitely to start asking questions yes. and start looking in our communities yeah. for ways that we can overcome these barriers. We all have a role to play in creating inclusive uh, communities and it starts right here. Thank you so much, Marianne, for having a chat with us uh, and, of course, for showing how important it is that we try and make, um, you know, every facet of society uh, inclusive for especially those that are living with disabilities at the moment and their families. It's all you need.